Okay, here we go again. It is the Man Fuse Podcast. Kaylee here, audio producer, voice artist, my co-host, real estate broker, real estate agent. He is Mr. Real Estate. So today we're going to continue talking about our journey with Man Fuse Productions and the evolution into a company that we are now deeming Foo Media, F-U Media, Follow-Up Media, and how none of this would be possible If we didn't start on the podcast journey itself, you never know when you start going down a road, what other roads and opportunities open up. And I think it's a good reminder for us all to just keep going down the road. I have a relationship question. In relationships, is it an eye for an eye? Meaning just because my wife had her tubes removed due to a medical condition or to prevent a medical condition down the road, Should I have to go through a vasectomy just because? From a logical standpoint, I know my response and my reaction, which is hell no. But I'm curious as to what you think. So, Ben, did you hear the audio I sent you? Well, I sent you a little something the other day. You did? Yeah, I mean, I was just playing around. It was a little Uh. audio. Foo Media. (laughs) Dude, I love it. No, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. I, we must have been at the... Hold on, I got to do it again. Yeah, that was it. sick, dude. Foo Media. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is freaking awesome, dude. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. Foo Media. Foo Media. Well, I recorded it like eight. I was like, Foo Media. Fumia. I love the, what is that, a motorcycle or a race car? I don't know. It's just it's crazy awesome. Sound. I like the build. It's yeah, like, it's like. I, I feel like it could be a little shorter, probably 15 seconds. It probably could be seven seconds. Just If you don't know what Foo Media is. So we have been restructuring, reorganizing, um, and, you know, kind of making moves that uh, are going to lead us into the future. And, yeah. you know, the Man Fused podcast, which was the original concept that Ben and I, you know, met with and, and started building, turned into this other whole other thing in general um, that could lead down five other paths, led us to launching a production company. You know, Ben could probably better describe this, that, you know, Ben has, a he loves, you know, um, typography i guess what you can do when you spell out man fuse you have this fu which has kind of been this thing that we've since the beginning since you started playing with the typography and kind of working out well you know what is it going to look like you've kind of made the fu bigger or a different different color color. so kind of really you know hitting home fuck you well f you f you which not really you it's just an f and a u right But it's kind of funny. So, you know, which we had launched what we thought was Man Fuse Productions. And but we kind of started coming up with this. You kind of came up with this thing that why don't we, you know, what are we? We're a media company. Right. Could be Man Fuse Media, which that's what we thought of, too. But yeah, why not? Foo Media, which to me sounded cool, like almost like Kung Fu, yeah, like Kung Fu Media. Yeah, and and yeah, then yeah. 
and then full media um and then we would have the man fused podcast right. that fu is bold inside right. that it's tied into the brand right and we could branch off from there and i right. think that seems to be the direction we're going yeah so food media is the podcast production it's well, the whole production. It's, it's the it's, production. It's company. the media company. Now it's the media company that ultimately created the Manfuse podcast. Correct, and it's going to be creating it. other products and, yeah. and services and things like that. If you know anybody, by the way, who ought to have a podcast, or if you think that you are interested in having a podcast, and I got to say, you know, many of the guests that we've had really ought to have their own podcast. And so we're circling around with them. And I know a lot of the people in our audience. We've got a lot of entrepreneurs. We've got a lot of really talented people. And if you are an entrepreneur, that's cool. But yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, it's all good, but you, you have an interest. You right. Know. You know of somebody that is an entrepreneur. Right. Or that is a leader in business or in industry. And it doesn't matter what industry. The whole point is that it's 2023. And I'm going to just lay down some straight just facts for down. you. If you're a leader in business and industry and you're not embracing the concept and the medium of podcasting as a way to establish yourself even more of a leader and a source, it's like not having a website. Now, can you imagine being a leader or a business owner in this day and age and not having a website? You wouldn't be in business. That's right. And it's the same for podcast. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be in business if you don't have a podcast. There are so many levels of benefit of what it does for your company, for your leadership, for mm -hmm. your expertise. Yes. And so many like cross-promoting. If it's a big corporation with lots of employees, there's an internal use and benefit for establishing a private type podcast just for your organization. That's right. Financial advisors, real estate agents, anyone that's in business for themselves that has to build this book of business yes. are potential candidates. Yes. And what we have done, we have seen the need. And you might say, oh, everybody and their mother has a podcast. But in reality, while the number continues to grow, they don't. Not everybody and their mother has a podcast. Now, it does seem like you hear about, oh, I've got a podcast. That's right. Because it is becoming more embraced of and course. more utilized, and it will. But not everybody and their mother has a podcast. When you really get down to the numbers of it and the ability to establish yourself and your business as a leader in that field, the opportunity is there. You just need to seize it. Now, what holds people back? The exact same reason that most people don't do it is if you're already successful, you don't have the time to learn, okay, I don't know anything about editing and launching. Well, and it's just like a website. You're not going to sit there and design your own website, typically. Most people won't. Most people won't. They don't realize that they, they can't. It's almost like painting your own house. But, you know, even a website, you know, you can kind of establish your website, and then for the most part, it's done. You might right. have to make tweaks. But a podcast is an ongoing animal. Completely different animal. That, that requires editing. Video, editing audio, putting it together, doing your social posts, creating promo clips. That's right. Uploading the segments, doing the transcription. I mean, there's a million things. And then structuring it in a way that is really attacking your audience. That's right. And, and marketing it in a way that you're going to receive the benefit. But yes. businesses and leaders 
already have a built-in audience. Right. It's just how are they going to take advantage of it? You know, the Manfuse podcast, you might say, you know, I am a member and an employee and a part of the syndicated morning show, the Burt Show. Some people, oh, well, you have a built-in audience because you're part of that. Yeah, yeah no. Yes, it has gotten us some listeners, but I don't talk about it every day on the Burt Show. Yes, I might have a little bit more of an advantage than Joe Schmo in his basement who works at Starbucks, maybe. But I don't have a built-in audience of a thousand buyers that I can immediately take advantage of and start utilizing a podcast to speak and educate. I want to throw a shout out to whoever it was that made us our wooden man-fused podcast sign. That is Hayward Designs, I believe. is the Thank you, Hayward Designs. That was cool, man. And I've already reached out to them, Ben, actually. Oh, that's cool. To see what a giant one, what he's referencing is somebody laser cut yeah. the Manfuse podcast logo out of wood. Yeah. It's a magnet. It's sitting on my refrigerator. It's awesome. Is it's it got, upstairs? Yes. Oh, cool. So you can touch it and play with it. I would like to but see I it. But I said- um, It looks cool as hell. What would that look like if it was three feet long and- That's what she a said. A foot and a half high. <laughs> and I don't know if three It'd feet- It'd be awesome. Is three feet long big enough, though? Is that even a big enough length? Oh, yeah, dude. That's killer. And, you know, I mean, dude, I've got a great sign company that can cut us one that we oh. can just stick on the wall. Well, no. she. I mean, they already hit me back. Oh, cool. I didn't give them the height, but I gave them a length of three feet long. They said it was like, be 90 bucks. I was like, 90 bucks? We need to put some light on it. Yeah, uplight that thing. Things, though, on Foo Media side are stacking like crazy. Yeah, we've got We have formed a lot of partnerships with people that are, that know a lot of people that are are working with us to um, spread our message. And the service we offer is a turnkey solution. The only thing that we are gonna require that leader to do after we show them what to do is just hit record and then hit stop and then transfer the audio or have somebody that works for them transfer the audio to us yeah. and the video and that's basically it. record stop send yeah that's and, that's pretty much and what if you have down. somebody to send send then the only thing you have to do is hit record, record. Stop. or if you have somebody to hit record then let them do it too so if you know anybody out there that is a leader in business or industry this could be a solution that can help them yeah bring their success and their um leadership to a whole new level. You just said something that, that just was ringing to my ears. Ooh, okay. You said, if you. If you. And I thought of F you. Oh, if you. It's pretty so close. Oh, if you and F you. F you. So if you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, so. Seriously, and one of the things that I think is going to be one of our greatest achievements in regards to that is partnering with marketing companies who are doing people's branding and they're doing ad campaigns and they're doing... Uh, websites and they're doing these these types of things for businesses already. I think that Foo Media coming in as the production side for them to be able to offer to their clients a full service turnkey solution. So if you own a marketing company or you know somebody that owns a marketing company, you know the ability to offer your clients a turnkey solution to get their message out there via a podcast 
is a really great thing to be able to offer your clients. So hit us up. Yeah, or if you know, send us the referral or the lead and we will follow up in quick fashion. Oh, yes. Before you even finish typing it, I will have already been on the phone with That's them. That's right. We thank you for the support and and it's all because of this concept that we started a year and a half ago, which That's is right. the Manfuse podcast. And really, the Manfuse podcast consists of the Manfuse podcast audience. And so we thank you guys, everybody, guys, girls, grandmas, grandpas, whoever's listening, kids, hopefully, I don't know. Thank you. You guys have been on this ride with us. We really appreciate Other it. Other worldly beings that might, you know. A lot of my good friends, a lot of people I know listen to this podcast, and but mostly it's people that we don't know personally that, that listen, and it's people all over the world. Um, and so we really appreciate you listening and we hope you'll engage with us and, and continue listening. Yeah. And for those in Estonia where we've been charting, um, ah, Estonia's charting, huh? Yes. I don't even know where that is. Estonia, formerly the Republic of Estonia is a country by the Baltic sea in Northern Europe. Nice. Northern. It is bordered to the North by the Gulf of Finland Ah. across from Finland. To the west, by the sea, across from Sweden. To the south, by Latvia. And to the east, by Lake Pipus and Russia. Territory of Estonia consists of the mainland, the larger islands, and over 2,200 other islands. Well, An island life sounds cold, though. Yeah. To those in Estonia, we thank you for listening. And, and we love you. And we do love you. And we and hope you're staying warm. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's hot in Estonia. Oh, no. Right it's, now. it's, it's, it's. Right it's, now, it's cold? It's butt cold in Estonia. I mean, by our standards, I guarantee it. Let's pull up the old weather app and see if we, see if Apple knows anything about Estonia weather. Um, well, you said it's near Finland. Finland is definitely a colder region. Oh, yeah. But even during the summer, I mean, I wonder what summers in Finland look like. 64 degrees right now. That's beautiful. Lows 58, yeah. high is 70. That sounds glorious because it's like a fucking sweat box here. You know, they probably get a chill. It sounds a lot cooler and, and uh, less humid than here. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Where we're pasty and yeah. fucking, it's just gross. You walk That's outside, right. you're like, ugh. Yeah, so hit us up at manfuse.com. If I attended an event and when I came home from such an event... With a stupid, idiotic suggestion to my wife, my wife would probably say, you need to stop going to those events. Like, right. for instance, if I kept going to strip clubs and I kept coming home and be like, hey, the stripper told me that we should have a threesome. Mm. My wife would probably be like, you need to stop going to the fucking strip club. Probably. Right. Or let's say I went to the strip club and the wife, my, you know, they were saying, oh, uh, you should try this on your wife. Right. And I came home and said, hey, the stripper told me I should do this to you. Right. My wife would probably say, you are not allowed to go to strip clubs anymore. So when my wife attends a baby shower yeah. and comes home with some idiotic suggestion. Oh. Wouldn't it be in my right to go, I don't think you should go to baby showers anymore? Well, it depends on what the suggestion is. Well, I thought it was a stupid suggestion, Ben. Well, what was it? My wife this past weekend attended a baby shower. She said that when she got back, she said it was a universal thought that 
because I didn't get snipped because my wife ended up having her tubes removed right. due to a cancer precaution. Right. Because there's a history in her family. Sure. So the doctor suggested, let's just go ahead and remove them. Right. I didn't have to get snipped yeah. to prevent her from getting pregnant again. That's nice. Be, be, yes, it was very nice. Yes, that's awesome. She went first. Out of a medical need, right. not because I wouldn't do it. Right. I guess all the women were talking at this baby shower and had decided that I need to do it just for the fucking sake of doing it. It's just bullshit. This is what happens when, when females start drinking wine and talking about what's fair. <laughs> no, just because you got your tubes tied or removed mean, or removed or removed doesn't mean that I have to get my thing snipped. I agree. That's ridiculous. It's not an eye for an eye. No, absolutely not. No, it's not a, oh, you did this or I did this. So now you have to do it. Right. That's what I said. I yeah. said it's bullshit. Right. Like, why the fuck would I do that? Why would I go in and say, hey, snip my balls and go through this procedure? For what? I mean, why? You get an award? I mean, you're going to get a pat on the back? You're going to get a blowjob? I mean, is something going to happen for you that makes this worth your while? Because at the end of the day, you know, this is a risky procedure. And what if one day you decide you want to have kids again? And what if I want can. to sow my seed? Yeah. Again. Yeah, exactly. Which I, I don't want any more kids. I mean, as of right now. And as my, of right now, but still. I know together we don't want more kids. But, you know, it's one of those things. It's like Jordan Peterson says. I would have done it, but those those procedures are reversible anyway, I believe. Are they? I think so. Well, Jordan Peterson says, you know, a, a real man is actually a dangerous man. <laughs> that knows how to control himself. Are you talking about pulling out? A respectable man, maybe not respectable, but I forget the way he says it, but he's basically like, listen, it's when you know how to fight, but you don't fight. That's what makes you a dangerous man. It doesn't make you a dangerous man to just not know how to fight and go around talking shit to everybody. You know, you're going to get your ass kicked. You still have a loaded gun. Maybe that's something that your wife feels a little insecure about the fact that you've got a loaded gun. So oh. you could go out there and have another family, theoretically. She Her, on the other hand, not possible. Well, Tubes were taken out. Well, She's she could. You know, she could if we went through IVF. She could have another child. Right. If, if But you would have to go through IVF. It couldn't be done the all-natural way. Exactly. So maybe there's a little jealousy that you could go all-natural and she doesn't. I, I don't know. I just think it's, it doesn't feel right to me. I agree. I mean, and It's I just, pointless. What's the point? I guess she. they feel like it should be an eye for an eye. I'd love I'd, to see a picture of the main woman <laughs> who's making this suggestion. Who suggested this. Yeah. Just wants everybody else to be fucking miserable because she is too. What? Oh, you got your tubes taken out and he didn't get snipped? That's bullshit. Yeah. You should have him go get surgery. I'm not going to do that shit. No. Uh, fuck no. Why would you? Because it would make her somehow sleep better at night? Would I mean, it? What, I don't know. I well, doubt it. I don't think so either. Yeah, I, I doubt She'd still toss What's and next? Turn. You going to get your toes done? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is it time for you to go get a mani-pedi? Yeah. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. You dress me up as a woman, call me Martha. I you could, I, yeah. I mean, it could go that that route. Yeah, I don't know. I just was like, no, I I don't think that's a good suggestion. And I think now that you've brought up such a preposterous thought yeah, that you yeah. should stop hanging out with these people a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent. i don't think they do you any justice and they're no, not it, definitely doing me any justice no i mean here's somebody trying to make help your wife uh push a medical procedure <laughs> on you for no reason <laughs> well i mean there's probably about uh two bottles of wine <laughs> reasons right you know just don't have anything else to talk about i always wonder what people talk about in social situations. I've always wondered this all my life. Well, I guess it depends on the group that is conversing and I mean, and just gathering. in general, like I go into a social situation and I scan the room, right? And I see people talking to one another. Well, yeah, it's a social situation. And in a lot of instances, I just don't have much to say. So I'm not going to, you know, engage in conversation that's meaningless but I just wonder sometimes, what are they talking about? And in this case, obviously, we would have loved to zone in on any other topics that they might have had. How did they even get to this place? That I don't know. The host of said baby shower, her husband had gone and had the procedure done. And he didn't follow up with the follow-up visit to make sure that it took. Mm. And I believe she had a scare that she might have been pregnant again. But she didn't get her tubes tied or whatever, removed. Not removed. I don't know if she got her tubes tied. Probably not. But a tubes, uh, getting your tubes tied, I believe, isn't a 100%. But it's he like, got his thing snipped and it didn't work, basically. Well, she had a scare. It was like yeah. a false positive. But he never went to the follow-up appointment to yeah. see if it took. Right. Huh. Because he hopes it didn't, deep down inside. Oh, no, he doesn't want another one. This would be number five. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. This would be a lot. Yeah, yeah this, this would... guy's shooting slugs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and she's like fertile ground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a dangerous combination Huge, in that household. Yeah. Oh, so, gosh. yeah, where that's got to, yeah, yeah they'd be, this would be baby number five if it went through. That's insane, man. You need to make sure. It's a heavy household right there. Hey, Doc, I know I don't need it. But why don't you just fucking cut me open? Yeah, no. <laughs> just that... experiment on me. I've had a friend who had a bad reaction to that, whose nuts had swelled up right. to like the size of like a grapefruit. Oh, exactly. And like he couldn't walk and he had to like have them resting like yeah. on something. In which they case, had... she doesn't care. They had their own pillow. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, the girls are just laughing. Uh, I don't know if they were laughing. I mean, they like, maybe, maybe. I mean, yeah, in they the back were. of their mind, <laughs> they're laughing. They were laughing. It looked like he had elephantitis. Yeah, they were laughing. It was not pretty. So, Ben, I did a form of ghosting when I was single like 20 years ago, and it's very memorable to me. There was this one time, Ben, that I had hooked up with this girl, and I knew I did not want to spend the night. You knew you didn't. It was two in the morning. It was like one thirty in the morning, though, and I wanted to get out of there yeah. as fast as possible. Afterwards. Right. My friend Brian, my best friend, rest in peace. He is no longer with us on this earth. Right. Um, I knew at the time that if I called him, I hung up as soon as he answered. And I didn't know when he answered because I, I couldn't have the phone to my ear. Yeah. He'd call back. Yeah. Which is what. I was hoping for. So I casually reached down 
and I hit, I had him like on, at that time, the phones were like, I could hit one enter and it would go to a program. Like you could program your top calls in. And I did that and it called him and I just, I hung up. Yeah. (laughs) I let it ring for a couple seconds and I hung up, which prompted him to call back. To call back. Hello. And he goes, what the fuck, man? You just called me and hung up? Yeah. And I said, are you okay? <laughs> he goes, what the fuck are you talking about? I said, where are you? Yeah. He goes, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, oh, shit. Your car broke down? <laughs> and he starts screaming, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I'm like, dude, can you find anyone else to come get you? Yeah. Oh, shit. He's like screaming <laughs> at me. And I, I had to go on for like three or four minutes. And right. I'm like, I'll be right there. Yeah, yeah. Here I come. <laughs> yeah. Here I come. You're you're really making me mad. That's I, right. I really can't. You can't find anybody else? Oh, shit. Okay, man. All right. Click. I look over at her. Sorry, I'm babe. so sorry. I've got to go. What was it that made you want to leave? If I had to think on it. She was good looking. She was a good looking chick. Yeah. I don't want to be too detailed. The thoughts I'm thinking in my head were not bad. Right. So why did she wanted to cuddle? I guess. I don't know. She wanted to cuddle? I think so. And you had to go. Well, and I'm just like any guy when release the demons. Right. It's time to go. Well, I knew it was somebody I I wasn't going to be in a relationship with this person. Right. I think I was having FOMO. Right. Whatever was going on, whatever my friends were doing. Yeah. I think I you knew the night was still young. Yes. You knew people were still out having a good time. Correct. You were willing to spend your night trying to get some, but you had already gotten some. So there was no more to get. So the night could either go downhill. Or the night could stay the same. Or the night could stay lit. The night could stay the same, which I was in a girl's bed. I had just achieved what I wanted to achieve, yeah. and I believe she achieved multiple times what yeah. she wanted to achieve. Right. But I believe she did want me to spend the night. Yeah, she did. And I didn't want to. No. But I didn't want to be rude. Right. Would that be today's version of ghosting? I'm out of the game. You don't get ghosted from a male-female relationship perspective, though, right? Right. But- You and I both get ghosted on business all All the the fucking time. All the time. And I feel like, which drives me fucking nuts. Yeah. If you don't want to do business with me, if you don't want what I'm selling, don't act like you do. Right. Just tell me. Because, see, I am the king of follow-up. If you tell me or lead me to believe that you are interested in Right. Either something I'm selling or a way that we could grow as partners and build something and make money together. Yes. And I see that as a valid possibility. I ain't going to drop the ball. I'm going to follow the fuck up. Yeah. And it drives me nuts when I have to fucking. And really, I know people say, oh, you know, you. You shouldn't chase anybody. And I try not to chase them, but I follow up. Yeah. And if they give me an excuse, hey, hit me up, I follow up again. Yeah. Because I'm wanting to see if that opportunity is really a valid, legitimate possibility. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you should. And I hate it. And sometimes when people are ignoring me, 
I'll follow up just to follow up. Right, just to annoy just them. To, just to annoy them just because it's it's annoying to me that they can't just be like, hey, listen, right now is not the time for yeah. me. Or, you know, just this isn't going to work. I'm just I'm just not ready or yeah. I'm not interested. I don't, you know, whatever, whatever right. it is. And I'd be like, it was good talking to you. Call Hit you me up week. if you change my mind. <laughs> right. People in business do the same it's like so easy to ghost somebody yeah it is versus just tell them hey i'm not into it well i think that you know we have to treat or we should treat others how we want to be treated and that's something that we don't do but sometimes it's hard to treat somebody how you'd like to be treated but it's the right thing to do and a lot of times people just have anxiety around telling someone no. They'd rather say yes or maybe and just keep dragging it out than have to say no. And saying no can be hard sometimes, but it's absolutely necessary. You have to be able to say no. One of the things that's hardest to do is to say no without giving a reason why. It's just no. That's a hard thing to do. For a lot of people. But there's always a reason why. There is. And and so then you get into the thing where it's like, I'm going to say no, but what is my reason? And they're not going to be accepting of that. Or maybe they think something of me that's not true. And I want to keep that. I want them to continue to think of me in that way. I don't want to tell them that I'm broke or something. You know what I mean? I don't want to tell them that I can't afford it right now. That's fair. I mean... And so they just keep pushing it off, pushing it off. I'm not justifying or defending that. I'm just saying that a lot of times people have a hard time saying no. When you could have just said, listen, I got to go, except you had to play out this whole charade. (laughs) (laughs) I guess point taken. I guess I am guilty. But (laughs) we all are. Well, this is done. This was like. 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying it's 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 relative. I am know. guilty of the thing I hate most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah, we exactly. we have all done it. But I do feel like in this day and age with social media, with texting and dating apps where it's swipe left, swipe right. Yeah. They're so quick to ghost. And I get, you know, after one date or talking to someone for a week or two, you really do owe them nothing. Yeah. But in the same vein, I'm like, I just see this direct correlation with the amount of ghosting that's going on. I do feel like it's easier to ghost nowadays than it was well, a long time back. I think just in general, I mean, same thing like with, with it being difficult to say no. People also have a difficult time doing what they say they're going to do. That is a big thing. And admitting if they didn't do what they said they were going to do. You know what I mean? Or if they're not going to do it, you know, they say they're going to do something and then they don't do it. So they're just going to blow you off because at the end of the day, they didn't do what they said that they were going to do. They don't want to admit that. I'm completely guilty of like over committing myself because in my mind, I am capable of more than my feet are. My mind goes much further than my feet do, in other words. Right. And so I will off the cuff say, yeah, I got that, I got that, I got that, when in reality, I'm not able to do that, that, and that in the time that I promised that I would, you know? And so there's delay tactics. Oh, sorry, this, sorry, that. 
excuses, you know, so on and so forth. When the truth is, it's easier just on the front end to be like, hey, I've been in this situation before. I've overcommitted myself before. I would like to do this, but I just don't think I have time right now. You know, doing what you say you're going to do is a big deal. And I will tell you, it can be very painful. If you commit to do what you say you're going to do without question, it will teach you not to fucking overpromise things. Because if you actually follow through with all the things that you say you're going to do, you're going to be like, I, this is crazy. Rain you back a little bit. And Dan Pena, one of my favorite. I people, love him. He says this. He says, look, you say you're going to be somewhere. It don't matter if you got a broken leg. Roll up in there on crutches. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Even if it takes till 2 a.m. to do it, just do it. And whether or not that causes you to commit to less things in the future or hire somebody or whatever, it will teach you a lot about who you are because a lot of times, I mean, at least for me, I'm definitely guilty of overcommitting myself to things. And it is a good practice to do what you say you're going to do because people notice that. Right. Or to follow up and say, listen, (laughs) I know I said that I was going to do this, but unfortunately I've got this, this, and this that kind of take precedence in my life right now. I know I said I was going to do this thing. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm really sorry. That's the equivalent of just saying no. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have to circle around, but I don't know. It's probably better just to go ahead and do it and then take note for future circumstances, you know? I think it's something we can all relate to for sure. That goes for your dating relationships, even though you and I aren't in that. Goes to marriage. I overcommit to stuff all the time with my wife without even realizing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then she's like, but you said you were. (laughs) I'm like, when did I say that? Right. (laughs) You were talking to me when I was juggling. Well, sometimes it's just easier to say yes. You get a cold call and it's like, look, I don't have time. Just shoot me an email. You don't want to hang up on the guy because you appreciate the hustle. You know what I mean? I agree. You don't want to say no because the truth is you hadn't really let them give their proposition yet. And yet at the same time, you kind of know that it's going to be a no for you. But instead you just say, send me an email. And then you never respond. Yeah, I normally try to just be like, hey, I'm not interested right now. But, you know, and I do appreciate the hustle. Yeah. You know, because I'm hustling. Yeah. And I might be calling upon you, you know, seeing if I could sell you a a full A to Z subscription of Encyclopedia Britannicus. (laughs) Well, it brings up an interesting case study, which is there's this guy on TikTok and he gives out gold. Oh, have you seen this guy? No. Dude, this guy hands out gold in the streets of New York. Like coins? one ounce gold bars and like all different kinds of bullion gold coins silver like this dude's loaded well he's yeah he's a gold dealer i mean yeah he's completely crushed it in new york and so he does this thing and i'll i'll reference the the site in a minute i'll look it up but he'll go out on the streets of new york and he's got 10 one ounce gold bars and how much are they worth each i think an ounce of gold's like two grand right now okay something like that And you know how standoffish people are, especially in New York. You're like, hey, no thanks. Leave me alone. Get the fuck away from me. That's how New Yorkers roll. That's how New York is. 
So this guy right. is out trying to hand people real one ounce piece of gold. And people are going, no, thanks. No, thank you. I'm too busy. I don't want your snake oil. And then every once oil. in a while, some guy will stop and he'll take the gold and look at it and go, wow, man, thank you. And then he says, you're actually a really smart person. Have a nice day. You could look at this in a couple different ways. Number one, you could look at it and say, okay, well, that's just how people are. The, the knee-jerk reaction you're going to get from people, no matter what it is that you're offering, no matter what it is that you're selling, no matter what it is that your proposition is, the knee-jerk reaction people have is no. So whatever it is that you're selling, you've got to expect more no's than yeses. Of course. And then there's another angle where I look at this and I go, okay, how immune is this guy to negative response? You're an idiot if you don't take this piece of gold, basically. You're lost. You're losing. And chances are, majority of the people that he's asking yeah. probably could really fucking use probably it. Probably really could. Absolutely. Extra two grand. Absolutely. And sometimes he gives out even crazier stuff than that. But the point is that if you really believe in what you're selling, or if you really believe in what it is that you're offering, then you have to believe, like in this guy's case, that actually if they turn you down, they are losing. He gets to keep the gold. I think that's the mindset that you need to approach when so, you are trying to sell. Right. So how much do you believe in what it is that you offer or what it is that you sell? Because even the guy that's giving out gold on the streets of New York is getting eight out of 10 no's to yeses. You he see did, what I'm saying? Right. So, so, so your lack of willingness to go ask people questions about, hey, are you interested in what I'm doing? All it really says is you don't believe what it is you have to offer. Or if you have hesitancy to go out there and get and, and get turned down, do you really believe that you're offering something of value? Do you really believe in the product or service that you're offering? Are you just saying that you do so that you can collect that minimum salary? You can collect that minimum paycheck. How much would you really sell if you really believed, like this guy knows for a fact. Yeah, he knows. I you. am giving you gold. I'm giving you 2K or more. I'm trying to hand you two grand and all. You're just, you're just helping me blow up my TikTok channel. I'm sure as a result of this TikTok channel and how shocking this case study is, I mean, I want to buy gold from this guy. Just from the value proposition of him going out and handing out gold, it shows me that, hey, here's a guy who's obviously doing a good job with the gold game. I'd buy gold from him. So I'm sure he sells a shitload of gold just yeah. as a result of the success of this street handout. And I also think, you know, you say that, okay, how much do you believe in what it is you're selling? Right. But it also is a, a test that, you're going to have to be able to absorb and move past the nose. That's right. You you can't get beaten down because you got to know. You know, obviously he knows it's their loss. Right. If we approach you and I approach you because I think or we think let's say you are a leader, I'll just use Foo Media as right. an example. If Ben and I decide that you are a target candidate yes. for 
a podcast, you are in need of one because of your leadership in business or in industry, we know that we have something valuable that we can offer you. And that's a turnkey podcast solution to where you only have to hit record. If you don't see it as value, that's you. That's right. And it might not be of value to you at this time. And that's fair. We know we have value. Absolutely. And so we'll get past the no's. Sure. Because no, not right now. Maybe no forever, but fine. There's 500 million other people in the world that are probably fit the profile of who we would be looking for. So here's this guy, at Tracks NYC. So T-R-A-X NYC. I'm going to load up this tracks pack. Each one of these ounces is two grand. Let's see if somebody wants it for free. Sir, you are smart. Just bam, an ounce of gold. Come on, take it. Come on, you got it. Another potential, sir, ma'am, an ounce, right? It's good when they don't want to take an ounce. It feels so fucking good. Sir, this is, you really need one of these, bro. God just, God just I'm telling right you, by. bye-bye, John. What is this? It's an ounce. What is this? Bro? What do you think it is, bro? You giving it out? Well, your hat's in your hands now. It's not my hand. You serious? Then you figure it out. Wow, You're on your own from here. Oh, man. I have to stop, bro. Thank you, guys. You know, you did it. You made the right one. My wife is going to be happy when she knows this, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. Let's see if one of these beautiful ladies wants one. Your daughter, we have a little gift for her. You should take it, believe me. What is it? Well, you're going to have to trust your instincts. Okay. There you go. Goodbye. Okay. All right, sir. For you. Tracks pack. You don't want it? Don't want it. Back in the bag. Here, sir. Uh, don't worry about it. We got the tracks pack, sir. Well, that's too bad for him. All right, we got this. Uh, Uh, You you took it, you got it. You're the winner. Don't worry. Run. Run with the gold. Run with the gold. Run it. Run with it, man. Ma'am? Please. I'm begging you. Some do, some don't. Come on. Quick. Quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a smart man. This is a smart man. Right here. A tracks pack, please. Oh, well, now it's... Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So so watch out for this guy handing out gold when you're in NYC. If somebody goes, here, you got to take this, and it clanks. Take it. I mean, and I get it, because, you know, walking on the street, though, if some guy comes up to you and tries to hand you something, right? most of the time you don't want it. No. And it kind of also depends on your mood that day. That's right. Because sometimes you'll be more willing to stop and take it. Yes. And sometimes you'll be like, if depending on your mood, how zoned or focused you are, you'll be like, leave me the fuck alone. That's and, right. You know, and I'm going to walk. So, I mean, there are times where I'll give out money to a homeless person. Yeah. And there are times where if they come up and ask me, I'm like, I don't got nothing. That's right. And I don't know what it is, you know, within me that makes me more susceptible that day to hand out money right. or, you know, sometimes I, it's not that I don't... Like, I never not feel bad for the person who's asking, but sometimes I'm just not going to give it. Yeah. 
and sometimes I will. Maybe it has to do with how much cash is on me, but I always have a little bit of cash on me. You know? I saw a lot more homeless people when I lived in the city. I don't encounter a whole lot of homeless people here. No, it's kind of a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, no, if you like... When I, well, I would hand out 20s. You know what I mean? Like, well, that was my was thing. A big spender. I would give a guy, you know, five, a 10, a 20. I probably gave out a couple hundreds in my time. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Well, I've given out some nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Dropped some buds in their jar. Yeah, exactly. Boop, boop. And they get excited when they're asking for money and you drop like a big old dank nugget in yeah, their jar yeah, yeah, and they'll exactly. look down and they'll go, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get high yeah, now. exactly. Hey, thanks for listening to the Manfuse podcast. Please join the show by hitting us up at 770-744-5227 or at manfuse.com. Thanks a lot. Full Media.